are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. That's why I give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I am pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports out of all of us in this room, but I am your average sports fan. I love to watch sports. I just don't know who anyone is, any stats, nothing like that. What's up, you guys? Rarely do I get to watch the games because I have a sucky morning job, so I have to go to bed early. But I do watch Instagram. I see all the highlights. And I also watch SportsCenter when I'm at the gym without volume. So there you go. I do occasionally see a good portion of the games. Not the entire game sitting down eating dinner like you, though. I'm sorry. I've got a third shift job. Screw off. Wow. Wow. But you, so, but so, you gamble. Someone didn't come out in a good mood this morning. Wow. All right. <laughs> He told all of our listeners to screw up. Someone off. needs a nap. Someone needs a nap, and I hope you get a nap today. I don't know what your schedule is, but geez. So let's start Jeez, off. Man. Hey, let's start off with our game of Would You Rather? Would you rather sneeze all the time? Or have hiccups all the time. Sneeze. One, I'll go first. I'd rather sneeze. Sneeze. I'm cool with it. After a good sneeze, it feels so good. You go, ha-choo! And you're like, ah, it feels good. Hiccups, they're just annoying the whole time. I will actually force myself to sneeze sometimes when I pick my nose hairs. I can do it on command. I love a good sneeze, especially if you wake up feeling a little bit weird. Pick a nose hair, sneeze, it's going to clear out your nose, your sinuses, all that. Especially in the fall, switch into summer, you know, when there's different pollen and stuff in the air. I don't know exactly what it is in the air, but I always turn on the TV and they say, there's this much pollen, oh, there's now this much ragweed. Don't know what any of that means, but I do know when you sneeze, for whatever reason, it forces crap out of your nose, it cleans you all out, and you're good to go. Give me a sneeze right now. Ha! I am going to hiccup for the rest of my life. I, I am a violent sneezer, like where it rocks my whole head and I want you. It's really loud. And if I had to watch you, watch you, watch you the whole time, I would have whiplash because my neck would hurt. Like you walk out of the bar from day drinking and into the sunlight and the sun automatically oh, yeah. makes you sneeze. And, and I Wait, what? Could you like explain the scene from Hangover? Yeah, no, that's Wait, how it works. It makes you sneeze? Yeah, whenever you walk out in the sun and you've been in a, a building for a long time and you see the sun, it makes you sneeze. That's you, not true. It does me. I'm telling you how I live life. And when I sneeze, it's a minimum of three. So if I'm sneezing all the time, I mean, I'm just going to be, hachoo, hachoo, hachoo. Wait, back three in a row like that? Yes. Back to back? Back to back to back. Yeah, he parlays so, his sneezes. I do parlay my sneeze. So I am going to have the hiccups all the time because at least I'm just like, hey, help, or you. I can, I, I'm not violently shaking my head or my neck. I'm safe with the, the, uh, hiccups. the hiccups. Uh, Ray, you said you can sneeze on command. Yeah. All right, let it rip. Well, I gotta have the nose clippers or whatever. Oh, you do. See, yeah. I can do it. Yeah, you didn't. All I need is a little bit of. I need a little bit of tissue. Okay, That's go. Just gross. What? He's shoving something up his. <laughs> That's just you snorted. You no, didn't even no, sneeze. That wasn't a sneeze. No. <laughs> Guys, I can sneeze on, on command. On, I just have to I force gotta... this up my butt. <laughs> no, it's up my nose. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait for it. Ah, this is a fascinating Dude, podcast. So, wait, wait. You are so, like... I have another than yours. No, you hyped it up like you could do it on command, and you can't do it on command. 
Oh, dude, I'm, my eyes are water. It's great. so close. Wow. Yeah, you totally screwed up the yeah. audio for it's a minute. so that close. That was great. Sore Loser Show on Twitter. Tell us how much you enjoyed that sneeze by Eddie. And it didn't happen. He's almost like our one buddy one time. He got on the air and said that he had a talent, so it's got to be something that's vocal, something that can a microphone can pick up. That people in their car can hear. He blew a freaking bubble, but he couldn't even blow the bubble. So he could create a bubble out of saliva. That doesn't make sound. So it was a minute of him not being able to uh, create a bubble, just kind of like Eddie did a minute of not being able to sneeze. Exactly. So go vote on the poll. Sore Loser Show on Twitter. I'm still and, trying. Wow, did you? Mike Thompson <laughs> just hit another three. He's, he's heating up. I mean, that, did you watch that last night? No. It's funny. When I say the Splash Brothers come to play, and I say that about five hours before the game, and then next morning I wake up and ESPN says Splash Brothers came to play. That was amazing. And I mean, wow. Hey, Splash Brothers are back. We're looking at our NBA champion. They get that from Mario Brothers? What, how does it, what, what does that come from? They just say they drain so many threes, they created that nickname. And that's the Golden State Warriors? Yeah. Splash, That's, yeah, Steph and uh, Steph Clay. And That's Clay. Their, just them. Just they're them the Splash. Too. Yeah, they're the Splash Brothers. There's not anybody else. It's them too. But they're huh. not real brothers. They're right. just a saying. Correct. Right. Dude, he hit 14 three. And see, it's impressive. 14 threes is r- unbelievable. And he did it in three quarters. He and always he, does because they're blowing people out so much. Right. He played like 27 minutes, 52 points, and then he said, you know what? I'm going to take the rest of the night off. I'm going to be over here on the bench. And I like it. You don't try to run it up, you know, you got the record, go sit down. And it's it's a good record, but it'll be broken and broken and broken because now the reliant on the three-point shot, back in the 90s, the NBA, that you shot like three threes a game, and that was it. Now that's all they shoot. So, of course, because Steph Curry is the one that had the record before this of 13. Hmm. So, obviously, it's a new deal that it's going to be broken and broken and broken Michael Jordan never. I don't. I bet you Michael Jordan probably didn't attempt that many threes in a game. Yeah, he didn't have to. He had Steve Kerr sitting out on the outside draining him. So he did. He wasn't the three guy on the Bulls, right? There, there well, I'm a, just saying oh. that the three point shot wasn't as prevalent in the NBA back then. So the three point shot was created back in the day. Whoever created that, did they know the monster that they were creating? Because it was probably immediately when it was created, everybody shot threes. Then for some time there was lulls. So when we watched the Bulls and stuff, they weren't that reliant on the threes. Sure, they shot threes for the game winner. Robert Ory was draining those threes with the Rockets. There wasn't that much talk about threes. Guys weren't shooting as many. Now all of a sudden, dude, you got teams putting up 160. The only way you're getting to 160 points is if you're shooting shooting the threes. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, you're you're telling me that when the game was invented, basketball, three points weren't, wasn't an option? The three points, it wasn't? No. When did they create the three point line? Coach. Coach. You really did not know that when basketball was invented, there was no three point line. If you shot it from half court, you got two points. Really? If you shot a, if you dunked it, you got two points. If you shot it from the free throw line, you got two points. Everywhere was a two point shot. Really? So when you've never three... seen the old games when there was no dude. You've never seen where no. it's a peach bucket, no, a peach bucket, and people are in the oh, backyard that's, trying to. Yeah, that's when it's. That's how it started. That was the creation of basketball. Right. Okay. In Africa. Okay. Pretty sure. <laughs> okay. No. 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 Right here. I'm pretty James sure. James Smith. What? Well, hey. uh, something tells me that it was in Africa. No, no, if I know you wa- no, you watched that movie, The <laughs> okay. Air Up There. Okay, maybe that's And what that's it what it was with uh, Kevin Bacon when he goes over to Africa and he finds a kid that can play basketball. That's it, and they're playing with a basket. 
they might be playing with a basket. Yeah, yeah, I don't that's remember. It. That's, but, that's where my history of sports comes and from. And I want right to say movies. that it probably got created in Indiana because they always say Indiana, the basketball state, but it's probably that's not correct. And also, when I drove through Indiana, guess what? There's not a lot of basketball hoops. So you turn on those movies, you see Hoosiers. Oh, you see basketball. The heartland of America was created in Indiana. This is where basketball lives. There are, kids ain't playing basketball in Indiana anymore. They're not? No. Playing basketball in the inner city, Compton, the Bronx. That's where they're playing basketball. That's where they're balling. Indiana, playing football probably more than they're playing basketball. Larry Bird came from Indiana. Yeah, French Lick, Indiana. Amazing. Don't tell me, don't tell me they don't play basketball in Indiana. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're driving around, go drive by 10 houses. Let me know how many of those ha- houses have a basketball hoop. Probably four. And of those four, let me know how many of them kids are playing basketball. Probably zero. I rest my case. I don't know what that Did you says. have a basketball goal growing up? Yes. My dad put it in when we were able to walk, dude. We had a basketball hoop in the driveway. We had one in the garage. We had one downstairs. We had one in the kitchen until my mom got mad and told us to take it out of her kitchen. Dude, we had hoops in every room of the house. I bet he was pissed when he found out you weren't going to get taller than 5'4". Or and then he realized, wow, my boys aren't getting that tall. Get the hoop out of the house. You guys go play out in the yard. I'm not your, dad, your dad's what, over six foot? Dad's 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six. Six, six. And his son, Ray Mundo, is what, 5'4"? Five, five, and you want to know, the fun, for some reason, Sucks. I just thought of this. The funniest story ever, my dad goes to our high school that we went, ended up going to. He goes to a football meeting before we'd even been to the town. And he goes, my boys, they're coming to town. I want them to play football. I want to learn when, when the practices are, where they meet and stuff, because they're not here yet. We're moving, you know, from a, like two hours away. So he goes to the so school. So he goes to the school, putting six, you on the football team. My dad is oh, and so they're thinking these coach. big old yeah. kids coach. are coming to play some football. Yeah. Coach. My dad rolls into this meeting 6-7. They're like, oh my God, we're about to get the number one quarterback and the number one defensive guy in the world right now. Two days later, <laughs> me and my brother walk in. I'm like 5'5", five, five, 120. Like, what's up, dude? How, how tall is your brother? I mean, at the time, he was maybe a couple inches taller than me. He's like 5'7". <laughs> dude, I saw everybody's mouth drop. And one of my buddies pulled me to the side. He's like, you realize when you walked in the room, everybody thought you guys were about to be sick. <laughs> Because your dad's a monster. Dude, That's funny. what's up, dude? You guys need a running back? <laughs> They're so disappointed. Dude, they were so disappointed. I got my hat backwards. What's up, man? So the three-point line was first tested in 1945 in the game between Columbia and Fordham in college. Yeah, college level. In June 1979, the NBA adopted the three-point line for a one-year trial. That's it. They tried it for one year. That was the first time they adopted. So that's how long the three-point line was not in basketball, Eddie. So you know that that's why this record is cool, but it's not the most impressive record. You still have to make them. Right. And Clay Thompson is bad. He's a bad man. He'd been struggling all year from three. Just brick, brick. That's how brick, he is, though. He's brick, hot cold brick. guy all the time in playoffs too. That's one time he scored maybe over thirty points in a quarter. That's how Clay is. He's either ice cold or he will light it on fire. How many did he miss last night? I don't know. I just the, you don't talk about the misses. Oh, you only okay. talk about the makes. I so mean, when you on. break the record, it's yeah, like it doesn't it, matter if he tried a hundred times. He made it thirty-one times. It was like he was playing NBA Jam. He's uh-huh. heating up. He's on fire. NBA was he from Jam. downtown. Do you all remember the codes to NBA Jam? No, I didn't I like how to get those different characters with the big heads. Mm-mm. Oh, I do remember those yeah. big headed guys. How did you do that? I remember one guy, and I still I, the only reason I remember is because his, his birthday was one. January, oof, either January 22nd, I believe, one, two, two, and then whatever the year was at that time that that video game was out, and that's how you got the dude with a hat and with the glasses. He was one of the creators of the game. That's funny. He got a hat and glasses, and his head would be really, really big. 
Like I, those cheat codes, I understand why they put them in. Do they still cool. have them? Do you guys know? I don't know because I, I don't know. really play video games that much. But how did they ever expect you before the internet? How did people discover the cheat codes? Just geniuses. Word they, of mouth, right? Or you can. You, there's oh, way you there can were read magazines code. then too. Oh, that's right. There were magazines, so maybe they they put them in there. And Clay Thompson was 14 of 24 from three yesterday. Wow. Not a bad game. And congrats to Ray on hitting his over. He said that the game was going to go over. If you bet money, you won money. I told you guys to put $100 on it. I said the game was going to go way over. Splash Brothers and the Bulls. It ended up going like not even. I mean, it was like 40 points over the over-under. You would have won the money in the third corner, quarter. When I give you a lock, listen. Yeah, I had people hit me on Twitter. They said, thank you. Yeah, you got free you made, money you today. You made them money. And, yes. then, and then you flip over to Monday Night Football, and Eddie takes the Bills plus 14, and he said, take it to the – no, he said, slam the door. He guaranteed yeah, shut, it. Slam the door. Well, he didn't and, slam the door shut because it was a, ended up being like a, a stick in the door because it opened back up. You didn't slam the door. No, he slammed it. it. He missed it. it, it I, I know. You can't tell me the first half of that game, you were like, what? Like, this is a field goal game? It's 9-6 to six going into the half? Like, what is happening? How are the Bills hanging? on and I'm thinking like here we go I told you guys Vegas is in control of this stuff and then the game the second half came along and then the then the Patriots showed up and did what they normally do and they start scoring and there was no longer a game no the Patriots didn't even try so if you watch the yeah, game so the Patriots did not try so at I, did, all. I did say if if the Bills covered, then please consider like the, my theory that Vegas controls these games. And you, right? you thought so, the Bills were going to win outright. Yeah, I even said there's even a chance for the Bills to win outright. So I take it back. Vegas is not in control. My bad, guys. My bad. But you can't tell me on Monday Night Football the the Patriots didn't hold back so there can be somewhat of a game. That way it was a little interesting for people to watch. No, incorrect. You want to know why they held back? They just ran vanilla. They did nothing fancy. They just... Dink, dunk, dink, dunk. They weren't trying to run any uh, complex plays. They were trying to get not get anybody hurt. Why? Because they have the Packers coming up this weekend. So they didn't want to put any of their real offense on tape so the Packers could study it. They knew they could just do the bare minimum and beat the Bills. And that's what they did. They did the bare minimum, go down, kick field goals, don't worry about it. Like They were not worried about the Bills beating them. So they didn't run anything complex, fancy, because they don't want the Packers to be able to see that on tape and be able to study it. Next week, they're going to come out and they'll run their real offense. And then it's sad because on the other side, you have the Bills thinking like, guys, we're better than we thought. We're hanging in with the Patriots. Like, this is great. And then you say this, which is probably true. I mean, you're probably right. They, they, your theory sounds better than mine. But... It sucks for the Bills to think during the game, like, dude, we're not as bad as we thought, guys. We're we're hanging in there with the Patriots, and then they're really not trying. <laughs> no, going into the game, the Bills know they're not as good as they're, they're just not. They they think okay, we can upset the. They they have that mentality like David versus Goliath when they go into the game, but deep down they know they are not on the same level as the Patriots. They know they're one of the worst teams in football. They they know that, but they still get out there and fight. And literally, what is their quarterback's name? Derek uh, Anderson. I'm, that guy's just been a guy in the league for a little while. He right? was the backup in Carolina for years. Okay. He was a starter for a little bit. See, when uh, these guys quarterbacks float around to all these different teams, sometimes I forget about them. Next thing you know, they're starting quarterback. No, and I'm like, who the heck is this he, guy? I'm telling you, he was signed two weeks ago. He was homeless. <laughs> I've been telling you guys. Like, he literally was out of the <laughs> league. And he's playing Brady, and Eddie's putting money on him. <laughs> he was Eddie, li- Eddie slamming the door on that one. Hey, guys, Eddie slammed that door on a guy that wasn't even in the league two weeks ago. <laughs> guys, I missed it by seven points. So they that's ended up a, that's by a what? lot. It was twenty one. The Patriots won by or what? They, no, they won by seven. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. They sorry. won by seven. They won by no. They won by six. They won. They won by by. Wait, 
The, how much did the Patriots win by? They won. No, I'm talking about the spread. I'm talking about the spread. I was like, what, 24 to It was like 26 six to or 6. Okay, yeah. Something so they like won that. by 21, and your spread was 14. Yeah, so correct. It's, th- to start the game with 14 points is an amazing feeling. So if you bet with Eddie, you loved that game up until halftime. And then hell broke loose. It was 25 up to 6. Until no, the no, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, the, the Patriots got to pick 6. That was the difference. Because that was it. The, well, at one point, it was... They the uh, Bills throw it touchdown Bills everybody's going crazy it's sixteen to thirteen or whatever eighteen to thirteen here we go eighteen to thirteen after upon further review incomplete pass mm-hmm. then I mean he didn't even catch it it wasn't even close yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the, they, the dude like really acted great he, he got up like yeah we got it let's go move the chains move the chains they show the replay the ball never even was in his hands it like skipped a couple times <laughs> yeah. or what? and then McCordy one of the McCordy brothers. Pick six, ball game over, and then the uh, I guess the Bills got down there towards the end. They got it back with like three minutes left. And Eddie's like, he texts me, he goes, touchdown here, they cover. Touchdown, touchdown here, they, they cover. Dude, they didn't have a touchdown all night. They were terrible. The, did you watch the Bills and sit? Do you believe now they are awful? They're awful. They yeah. are so I do believe bad. It. Yeah. They even tried to bring in the other quarterback. What's his name? Well, Peterman because Peterman. Uh, uh, Anderson got hurt. They, yeah. or they said hurt late in the game, and they brought in Nathan Peterman. Yeah. So, I think for the last drive. Can, can or we say that the Bills cannot win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Is okay. there a bet on that? No, you can. Can bet. you bet that the Bills will not go to the Super Bowl? Yes. <laughs> you have to bet a thousand to win one dollar. Because $1. I got a few teams. <laughs> there's only a few teams in the NFL that can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. You already said last podcast you were going yep. to get to. Here we go. Te- he yeah. teased it. Now he's yeah. doing it. Here we go. It. The Los Angeles Rams. If you are a Los Angeles Rams fan, good news. You can win the Super Bowl. Ding ding ding. Yeah. I agree. Kansas City Chiefs. If you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you can win the Super Bowl. Ding, ding, ding. I agree. If you live up in the Boston area and your favorite player is Tom Brady and you love the New England Patriots, good news. You can win the Super Bowl. I agree. How many of these teams are we going to do? We're doing six. Relax. One, two more. He I, goes through 20 teams. Got, okay. No, we're doing Redskins, congratulations. <laughs> you we, only have, we only have two more teams. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to find out how long the list was. We only have two more teams that can <laughs> win the Super Bowl. Baltimore Ravens, congratulations. <laughs> if you live down in the bayou oh. on Bourbon Street, LSU, and you love the New Orleans Saints, who that nation, you can win the Super Bowl. I don't agree. You don't agree? No. Tell me how you don't agree. I just don't see it right now. I don't see the Saints going to the Super Bowl, at, even just going, and they can't win it. Even if they do go, they, will, they won't win it. They are. They went on the road to Baltimore, beat Baltimore. Went on the road to Minnesota, beat Minnesota. They've won six games in a row. What is it you don't like yeah, about it? Yeah, they're them? hot. I don't know. It's just something I don't like. I don't like how they experiment with their offense a little much with that Hill guy. Like they just, They're trying a lot of new stuff this year that usually they I know like they fall a little short every year. Like, you know, the, the Saints are a pretty solid team every year, but they fall a little short when it comes to going to the Super Bowl playoffs. They haven't I, really been to a Super Bowl since we've been alive. Uh, they won they, the Super Bowl a couple years ago I with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. I knew I was going to be wrong. Uh, more than a couple years ago, yeah. Right, when Katrina hit, they won. Yes. They did, really? Yes. Yeah. i got to go watch a documentary on that. Yeah, How but since then, they've a solid team, but not Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, okay. level. The other team, and the last team that can win the Super Bowl, the Carolina Panthers. If you're a Carolina Panthers fan, your team is trending up and can win the Super Bowl. I love what I've seen the last two weeks. They just 
pounded Baltimore at home. Keep pounding pounded. is their slogan. They crushed them. Can I throw an alternate in there? And they went to Philadelphia, and they beat the Eagles, and I like what North Turner's doing with Cam Newton. Those are the teams right now, halfway through the season, that can actually win the Super Bowl. Everybody else, you're playing second fiddle. You're just playing for scraps. I think there's another okay, uh, go there, ahead. There's another dark horse in there that oh people aren't seeing because it's stuck in the shadows. Go ahead. Okay. It's another Los Angeles team. I think the Chargers can win the Super Bowl. I think the Chargers have it this year to do some damage, go to the playoffs, somehow sneak through the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl, and win the damn thing. Yeah, I you, think, do, you don't have to go all cussing on us. You were about to I say, said the dang thing. I know. You were you about to say the other way. Sometimes, sometimes when hey, I get emotional. So you like, you like the Chargers, I do like huh? the Chargers. Man, that's weird. Who picked the Chargers versus the Saints in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year? Well, oh, that's weird. Who picked Thielen and Cousins to be the connection of the year? I'm just saying. I, the but, Chargers. But why aren't the, they in your list now? Well, put them on your list. They're not on my list right now. Well, why not? Because I said they're not. That those are the teams that can win the Super Bowl right now. What watching football right now at this point? I like the Chargers. Okay. What do you think, Ray? I've watched the Chargers against. The, they played the Titans this year, and they didn't look that impressive. Yeah, they were in London though. They were in. Right? Oh, that'll do some weird stuff to the game. Yeah. No, and, it's and, the same football game. It doesn't and, matter oh, where you jet play. Lag. Remember they and they were they listening, in Cleveland the week and before. they were li- missing their uh, running back Gordon in that Gordon game and playing. their best defensive player. So I expected more from them though. That's not a Super Bowl type team. There's a lot more power in the NFL, and you're deciding to go with a team. Here's the not thing. that impressive, and make them your prediction as a Super Bowl. When team. they get to the playoffs, it doesn't matter like how, what streak they're, how hot they are, whatever. One game they lose, they're done. Like that's just how the playoffs work. I've Is that been, how it does? One and done? Yeah, I would have so, never known. So that. saying like, oh man, the Saints are hot right now. Okay, well we still have a few more weeks to go. Like they may not be hot, and all they can do is. Have three pair, three players hurt, and then lose a playoff game. Well, obviously, if someone gets hurt, like I'm saying right now, right now, right now, they are the second best team in the NFC. That's it. Yeah, and you don't even really want to be the regular season best team. That doesn't really equate right. to a lot. I mean, the one year the Patriots won every game, and they lost in the Super Bowl. Giants, like, what a yeah. life! You're a fan, amazing team. This is the best team ever. One game. Well, it's that's all the, like, yes, uh, and it's all about matchups. Who you go if you can run the ball? If you, I mean, it just in the playoffs, it depends on matchups. It, we'll see what happens. But right now, those are the five teams that I think can win the Super Bowl. And if Todd Gurley gets hurt, the Rams are screwed. Okay, if any player gets, if right, Brady yeah, no, gets, if, you're right, if Brady gets dude, hurt, if you if, use that caveat, then you could take any of no, those. Right, because if, you had the Eagles, you had the Eagles win a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. They had a crazy good backup quarterback, and everybody was shocked by that because everybody said when he got hurt, they said season over. Everybody pronounced the season over, and they struggled. Str- they got hot in the playoffs. Nick Foles got he sucked. He absolutely sucked the last two or three games of the se- regular season last year, and then for some reason in the playoffs. He just caught fire, and they they and they, they had a great defense, and that's what happened. They just got hot. So yes, if anybody gets hurt, it changes everything. That's the nature of sports. But when you're you can't predict. When you have one guy get hurt, like and and it changes your season. That's, yes, that's, that's, dude. If that's one tough. quarterback gets hurt out of any of the NFL, that team cannot win the Super Bowl. Right. Again, it happened with the Eagles. So okay. you can't make that statement. It can happen. And then the announcer would say, "Nobody saw that coming." Of course. That's why it was such a big deal. Right. I know. I get it. I get it. Like, that's the thing. Injuries happen, and you can't predict them. And people get – you never know who's going to get fired. Hugh Jackson, see ya. Todd Haley, gone. Just wasted. Absolutely wasted. The Browns are such a dumpster fire. They wasted Baker Mayfield's rookie year. Dude, at least they got the one win. 
They, they opened they, the beer fridges so that you everybody got their free beer. That was amazing. And they jumped in the lake. They did some cool they things. They cleansed themselves in the okay, lake. Yeah, Cleveland called a good year, baby. But it's what over. What do you mean they ruined Baker's rookie because year? Now like, they have, he has to get a new coach, a new offensive coordinator, a whole new system. So everything that he's been learning up until this point, this system, this, this, that, everything, everything he's been listening to, time to flush it. Going to have a new regime, so it's going to be a whole new everything. So he, what he did is he wasted this year. You're not going to have a uh, the head coach is not going to be named right now in the middle of the season. They're going to wait till the off season to hire someone, go through the hiring process. So these next eight nine games, I don't know how many games they have left. I don't know if they've played six seven. I don't know if they played seven or because I don't know if they've had their bye. But what I'm saying is, so it's a waste. Like he's just going to be playing football and he's going to get experience in the game, but totally new system next year. So it's a waste. I feel bad for the going to the Browns is like a death sentence. They are just such a dumpster fire. They can't keep head coaches. They get rid of GM. I They've mean, never it, been good. They have never they been. Were, they were good, good with Jim Brown. Dude, I mean, in our yeah, life, exactly. dude, I'm saying since we've been chilling watching Sunday ticket, they've never been good. Never. <laughs> never That's been crazy. good. Mm. That's crazy. They Every have all team these has high traffic. Like, no. Dude, I remember when me and my brother, we used to like watch the games. We'd always make fun of the Browns. We're like, Dad, change the channel. The Browns suck. We literally said that 20 years ago. And now they're saying that he, the, the Browns may go and try to hire Lincoln Riley, the Oklahoma head coach, who was uh, Baker Mayfield's offensive coordinator and one-year head coach in hmm. college. college. And he said yesterday at a press conference, he goes, I'm just going to tell you right now, I am not interested in the NFL right now. I'm not going to say I won't ever be interested in the NFL because I don't want to sit here and say that because I may have that itch at some point. But right now, I'm not interested in the NFL. What How is that weird? Tell- That'd be like, hey, lunch, we want to hire one of your teachers from high school. You said you were a great student. We want to bring him in as a producer with the show. That'd be so weird. That's weird for Baker? And Yeah, and lunch. Like your freaking t-shirt. Like what if Baker didn't love the guy that much? Or do you think Baker talked to people and was like, dude, get my old coach. I love that guy. I think people think, <laughs> people think he is a coaching savant. He's sort of like McVay. They think he's oh, an yeah. offensive genius. They really think he's a very smart football coach and think he's going to be a superstar in the coaching realm for years. And they and what they're saying is there's no there's no writ, there's no bad that can come from this for Riley. He goes to the NFL, he fails. If he comes back to college, he's going to be a hot commodity. Anybody will hire him. He can pick whatever school he wants. And when he says, "I'm not interested in the NFL right now," that tells me right now. But come January when the mm-hmm. football season's over, college football, you know what? Now I'm kind of interested in the NFL. For sure. If he would have said, I'm definitely not going to the NFL next year, then I would believe that he is not interested in taking the Browns job. But when you say not right now, three months, you know, I've been talking it over with my wife. I don't even know if he's married, but I'm talking over with my parents and they just think it's a good idea for me to make the jump to the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it means. Yeah. There's those those little words, right? Two words no, right those there. Little words, those two exactly. little words. It's all, the, he leaves it opens a little up bit all out. sorts of opportunities as out. soon as the season's over. So if you're the Browns, if you're what just chaos? I mean, you fire the head coach and the offensive coordinator because obviously they didn't get along. You right. saw it on hard knocks. It. They just butted heads. It reminds got, me of me and you. They, the, that that offensive coordinator had your demeanor, your kind of demeanor of like, you know, I don't give a sh- like. Come on, you know that doesn't work, like. I don't care if you're the head coach. I'm telling you right now, that's the one works. 
whatever. That's kind of his demeanor, you know, and the head coach would be like, all right, that's great, but I'm in this seat right now, and you're not. And so he even said that it. in hard knocks. Yeah. He was like, well, I'm the head coach, and what I say goes. Yeah, and then the offense coordinator would be like, fine, no, I get that, respect, I get that, that's yours, but you know what to do. I mean, you know that's not the right thing to do, whatever. Hey, you know how they say, like, reality shows broke up a couple. They do it all, the, especially with the Housewives. I don't know if you guys have ever watched it. Yes, a they lot always, of the Housewives break up. got divorces, and they said, yeah, I mean, a little bit, the reality cameras broke us up. A lot of, they like to say that, even though maybe it's not the case, but they say the cameras broke them up. Did Hard Knocks break up the Browns? No. Oh, look at, if you look at the history dude, I would love of the head reality coach. TV. Dude, can the head coach please come out and be like, I mean, listen, I, I don't want to say it, but reality TV broke us up, man. <laughs> dude, that'd be amazing. It'd be like, Hard Knocks, dude. Look at the history of couples that go on these reality shows. Not good. They break up all the time. All of them do. Jessica Simpson Jessica and Nick, Nick Lachey. That's the best example. They were the first ones to do that. Yes. Boom! Broken up. Travis Barker and his Ashley shit. Parker Angel. Oh no, Travis Barker. That's Travis Barker. That's his name. The Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, guy. Uh, and his girl. I don't know her name though. Whatever she they was. had but a show. Dunzo. They ended yeah. up breaking up. And I don't know about Ashley Parker Angel, but I used to watch his show. I don't know if they broke up, but a lot of them, the housewives, they break mm-hmm. up, and it's so weird. Sammy and Ronnie from Jersey Shore, they broke up. Damn. They met on the show, and then they broke up. You don't Jersey know who Shore. that is? No, I never, never watched Sammy Jersey Sweetheart, Shore. dude. Guys, Sammy Sweetheart. No, I get it. I've never seen it. Oh my God! You don't? Do you watch the new stuff? No. Do you know who the situation is? I've seen him on the news. You, so you don't know? You never seen the situation nope. on TV? No, 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 never. Oh my gosh, dude! He is such a changed dude. Like I watch the new stuff, and he's sober now, like three or four years sober, and he's about to go to prison for tax fraud. Yeah. And he is just the nicest guy, and so what funny. was he like before? Oh my outrageous! God. His name Outra- was the situation. Yeah. Okay. What was he like? And, and he the, always like, talked in the third person, so he'd come into a thing. Well, maybe the situation needs to check this out. That yeah. was he was Tim talking about himself. Okay, and, and he and the name who gives themselves the name of the situation <laughs> in its time hilarious because you're like who does this? I thought you had to go by the name your parents gave you, and then this kid's just going by the situation. <laughs> That's amazing. I should have done that. Why when I was in high school did I not call myself the situation? Right, right. genius or, or anything. <laughs> right or anything. Yeah, just have your own nickname and start marketing yourself as something. Yeah, and now they joke about it. And they call him. The incarceration. Oh, <laughs> but his friends do. They all think it's. He thinks hey, it's funny. That's too. really funny. Like they, 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 they make jokes about it. Like that's what someone. Incarceration. Funny. They've been having these little mini reunions where they oh go to Miami for a couple weeks and they've been filming, and they just make fun of each other. And I'm like, dang, dude, that is so hardcore. That's like, funny. And like Ronnie has a new girl, Jen, baby mama. She dragged him by the car. Like yeah. she got, they got in a fight, and she dragged him with a car, and then they go on a little mini vacation with everybody, and Jen comes. And Vinny goes, man, this is such a drag. <laughs> just like, That's like, like poking him. And then Jay Wild turns around and goes, just so you know, your mugshot was hot. And it's like so awkward. Like, why would you? people are just trashy, outrageous. Dude, but of out all loud, of them, all, like, all of them, the five or six Jersey Shore people, they're all made good money. They still have good money. Except for the situation. Yeah, so he lost all, all his money. All of them screwed it up except for one. I got in a weird way. I got to give them props, man. They held it together. They're still on TV and they're still making Wait, crazy money. All of them money. screwed it up except for one. No, no, no. One. All of them did good oh, except, except for one. one. I mean, the okay. situation. I mean, DJ Pauly D in Vegas making millions. DJ and crazy yes. cars, crazy mansion. Everybody's kept onto their money, invested it well, and is still have as a TV career, except for the situation. And just because the situation didn't handle the taxes right. He he tried to hide some earnings because he mm. bought like businesses. He bought like a tanning, a couple tanning salons. <laughs> 
And so he was hiding some of the money because he didn't want to pay the taxes. And he was trying to hide it in increments of under 10000 so the government wouldn't be alerted. Because when you do an investment of 10000 in your account, that's when the government gets tipped off and they start looking into some things. So he got busted. Now he's going to prison. And it's just it's so crazy to me that they have been able to manage their life and keep making money. And they saved most. I mean, Snooki's now hosting a new TV show. Snooki, I've heard of her. And JWoww and Snooki had a TV show together and... It's really kind of cool to see that they're still making it. Yeah. And when they go to the club on these shows, Paul, DJ Paul D's up there DJing in the crowd. I mean, when they're walking through the casinos, the crowd, everybody's taking their phones out. Like, they are so still famous, and I love it. DJ Paul D did the best money-wise out of the entire show. Oh, yeah. He's now he, front runner, and then I would say Snooki, Wow, Ronnie, Vinny situation. And Sammy. Well, and Sammy. situation well, in the beginning still, made the though, most. has that name. The funniest thing about Sammy Sweetheart, you don't see her on TV anymore. Because you don't see anything about her. You go on Instagram, got a million followers. I mean, dude, this world we live in is crazy. You don't even hear about the chick. She's got a million followers. She's probably making amazing money just to endorse stuff on her Instagram. And Paul, and, and uh, Angelina, she left after like three episodes, two episodes, maybe a couple days in the house because they were making fun of her and she was just overwhelmed and she left. She missed out on millions of dollars and now she's kind of been back in the fold because Sammy's out. So they kind of needed to bring some drama back in. So they bring Angelina. So she's finally capitalizing on this money. This is the most excited I've ever seen you guys talk about anything. Dude, I, that like, show like in its time guys, was your amazing. Your eyes are all lit up Dude, talking was, about this crap. It was the greatest thing. When I turned, the first time I turned on the TV and saw Jersey Shore, I was like, I had no idea people It behaved. changed the world. Dude, I was like, I never knew at the club you could just go stand on furniture. I never knew at the club you could just throw shots on people. They showed you you can do whatever you want in the world. Like, I thought there were all these rules. But that wasn't real, right? Oh, no, no it, it was, was all real. real. It was all real, dude. Like, this, I, di- I didn't know you could talk about yourself in third person and people think it's funny. Like, situations <laughs> like, well, let me think about it. The situation's going to go Jim Tan Laundry. Like, he created catchphrases that were, were like on t-shirt and clothing and made millions. But what I'm saying is, I didn't know you could just do that. You could make a monkey of yourself and people would love it. I thought you kind of had to be orderly and buttoned up. Dude, this Jersey Shore showed the world that you can do whatever you want, be crazy and outrageous, and... For the most part, people are going to love you and embrace it. Real world kind of started that. <laughs> real world started that. Oh but, they just, but they were a lot tamer. Not... A lot tamer. Then you go to the Guido version, which was Jersey Shore. Sure, Guido. And oh my gosh, it was just nuts how crazy they were. And I love it because Ronnie, I think Ronnie's number one rule, don't ever fall in love at the shore. He fell in love at the Jersey Shore with Sammy, Sammy Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Wow. Right away. Boom. And then they fought and make up the whole eight years they were on TV or whatever. Awesome. Wasn't wasn't our buddy Carlos in one of those episodes? No, he was in uh he was in uh It was a bar scene, I remember. But that was uh Teen Mom. Oh, Teen Mom, okay, okay. I yeah, Farrah Farrah was at the bar and he went up and gave her a drink. In Austin, right? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was Jersey so Shore, my bad. Awesome. Jersey Shore. Beat that beat. Beat that beat. beat. But guys, like, it's not, you can't act like that. Like, it's entertaining to act like because it's not you. Like, I don't think us three can go into a bar and jump on the furniture and throw shots everywhere. But I'm just saying, the East Coast, I've really only went out there once. I've never really experienced the East Coast. They're crazy out there. What we've seen from the Bills Mafia, East Coast and up there a little bit more. The what Mafia? Bills Mafia. Yeah. They jump on tables. Like, for pregame tailgate, you know how you drink one beer with your family? Dude, those people get drunk and go jump on tables. Oh, the Bills Mafia, that's the yes. fan. That's the Bills Mafia. Dude, we're club. learning the people on the East Coast, uh, like, they're wacky, and I love it. Like, they're extreme. They're extreme versions of normal personalities. Like, they're way more extreme than I've ever experienced in my life. And, dude, I love it. I think the East Coast is awesome, dude. And Jersey Shore showed us this. <laughs> showed us that. <laughs> right, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Huh. Now Hugh Jackson can go party with them. 
He's got nothing to do. What's he going to do now? I, he'll, he'll become be an offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator right? Someone will hire him next year. He'll be back in the game. Oh, you I, think he'll be back in the NFL? Absolutely. I always think like you're then the black sheep, or you know, are you kind of outcasted a little bit when you get out of the league? It's kind of like the boys' club. So like one of the coaches gets out, and then you're just viewed as not good anymore. As long as you can stay in that club, you're good. If you look at the NFL, just look around. Every everyone's been a head coach and fired, been a and they just oh you know you you were friends with my dad come work for me or yeah. oh we worked together when we were in Green Bay come work with me in oh, Seattle oh your last name's Lombardi oh you're cool like you can yeah work you can with come us. work with me just I mean if you look around all the coaches have been fired they just go jump on with another team I think you really just have to have like uh, uh, just a hard skin you know just be like thick whatever or, yeah thick skin every like, coach just... is hired to be fired except for Belichick. Um, Right, there's rare occasions where they're not, but if you in in real life, if you're a coach, you think I'm being hired and eventually I will be, be fired. fired. Why you is will. it not like that in normal jobs? Though? How it, it, not, it I don't want be. it to be. But it can be, dude. The NFL is cutthroat and crazy you because be- there's only 32 spots. All right, that, 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 it's such a limited profession. There's 32 head coaching jobs in the NFL, or you know, in the NBA. There's you know, there, there's such a limited. That's why the spotlight is so much. Like. And the pressure because there's millions of dollars at stake and everybody's eyes on you and you have a fan base and owners feel the pressure from fans, so got to get rid Dude, of them. Can you imagine our sales force upstairs if they had, like, worst salesperson gets fired this week? Like, kind of in the NFL. Like, if you have four bad weeks, you know, in the NFL you have four bad weeks, you're fired. Up in sales, if you don't make good they sales for do. four weeks, they fire somebody after I mean, a Tyron yeah. Lou, Tyron Lou starts 0-6, yeah, he's, he's fired. Dude, guy. if they did that to sales, those people up there would be going crazy for us. They'd oh, be they'd be the streets. Oh, they'd be hitting the streets. <laughs> there would be no more of these coffee meetings with their friends. They would be <laughs> just actually doing some work. Not that they don't coach, they work. No, they do That's work. That's part of their work. Go and have coffee with clients. Yeah, I'm I was si- just using them as an example of in normal world, like, like they would hey, be fighting each yeah, other. If, if John doesn't sell a car this week, he's gonna be fired. Everybody else has sold a car except for him. Dude, can you imagine John at the car <laughs> oh, dealership? John would be pulling his hair out every customer dude, that comes on that comes lot. Somebody comes in, John. He'd be, how's it, uh, hey, how's it going? Did you just buy this? Dude, he's he's buy, buy, buy. He's like, look, look, look. <laughs> but when you leave here, if you buy this car, I'll give you five thousand for my next paycheck. I, okay, I don't care. Like, uh, my job depends on it. Man. You gotta buy this car. You gotta buy this car. I don't care if you turn it in a week. Just please, please, please buy. Please buy the car i mean they would be going nuts Dude. but they also got to know that there's a position right underneath that they could have if they get fired that doesn't exist in real life right yeah you know like you get fired like good luck you're not working here anymore go somewhere else right somewhere. and because you have to write on your resume i got fired from my last job <laughs> yeah. and so in the nfl it's okay because everybody knows you got fired because yeah. you see it like the cowboys fired their offensive line coach right. like smart okay great like no one knows who that guy is so he's gonna be able to get a job next week because he was with He's the Bengals. He's already got a job now. Right. Someone's already called him and said, hey, dude, come work for us. Okay, great. And people are calling for Dave Roberts to be fired. Dodgers manager. Loses two World Series in a row. Listen, I didn't know you, this. You said he sucks, though. He's, I, I feel like he's terrible. I do feel like he's terrible. But what, what, what was he supposed to do? They lost to the better team. Going into the World Series, everybody thought the Red Sox would win the World Series. So he lived up to expectations. They lost exactly what people thought they were going to do. And the Dodgers run everything on mathematics and the numbers guy and all that. And so he really is just a guy that manages the clubhouse. He's not really like all the moves are predetermined because of the statistical matchups. And so firing him, I don't, I, I, I was all on board for firing him. <laughs> I was on board for it because I think he's terrible. But then I think about it, I'm like, He's the lowest paid manager in Major League Baseball. He makes $800,000 a year. And he doesn't really control anything. 
The problem with the Dodgers is they strike out too much. It's either home run or nothing. They have n- all their guys are just. Whew, it's that new baseball swing and miss or home run. The Red Sox they hit home runs, but they're getting singles. They're getting doubles. They're making contact. They're putting the ball in play. That's why they were the better team. And I think the bunt is going to be out of the game in ten years. It, it's going to be out of the game. It's going <laughs> to be out of the game. They lost it. I, the bunt used to be one of the biggest parts of the game because that's how you play situational baseball. You get a guy over one base that increases your percentages of him getting home. Dude, nowadays swing for the fences or strike out. Right. According to the math, it's not good to give up the out for the bunt. My problem is it puts someone in scoring position. And it adds pressure to the pitcher. He has to make a perfect pitch because there's someone in scoring position. The mathematics can't make up for that. You cannot calculate the stress the pitcher feels with a guy on second base or a guy on third base. That is not involved in the numbers. When you get someone in scoring position, it's harder to execute. The the infielders, the outfitters, they have to think more like, okay, where do I throw the ball if I get it? How many outs are there? It puts pressure on them. So to say that it's not worth the out, I think it's just... It's wrong. Did you see some bunting in the World Series? I didn't watch a lot. Of I the saw game. maybe did. two bunts. Okay, two. That's it. But, but I mean, there should be a lot more than there that. should be a lot more than that. <laughs> I just, I, it's just crazy to me. It's so frustrating to watch when you're down a run and you're in the, like the seventh inning. You get the leadoff runner on and you don't bunt him over. It makes no it's sense. It's so weird. And but to non-baseball fans, you're not really going to understand that. But if you really play the game, it's so much better to have a guy on second base with one out because than have a guy score, on a, score on a single than have a guy on first with zero outs. Sure, it's I, so but, much better. But it's okay to pop up like. Yeah, I, pop up, get him on third. Then you have two outs, and there's even a better chance of him scoring on third because there could be a pass ball. I agree something with you like guys. That. So it's the weirdest thing, but you think about it. I mean, these guys in L.A., dude, L.A. culture, man, palm trees, a bunch of L.A. fans. It's t- not cool to bunt. Dude, bunting's not cool, but you ever see a bunt on SportsCenter? Is it hard to bunt a 100-mile-per-hour fastball? Yep. It's hard to bunt. That's, hard to bunt a I curve. Mean, I would say that's maybe part of the reason nah. why they don't bunt. Dude, they, 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 dude no the r- pitchers are trained. The pitchers are really the only ones that bunt. They give up their at-bat. But when they usually bunt, it's not even – it doesn't even – what I'm saying, it, you. I mean, if they come up and – with a runner in scoring position, uh, the pitcher should be able, that's their job, to move the runner over. Do you see pitchers successfully doing that? Yes. I guess if I a mean, guy's going to butt on the team, it's usually the pitcher. Right. But I, I don't expect my pitcher to be great at it because I, I'm worried about my pitcher pitching, and I don't want him, you know, concentrating. I, I mean, it's important, yes, but if he can't handle the bat, Oh, well, that's not a big deal. But, but usually the pitcher's not trying to throw curveballs and stuff to a pitcher. If you're a pitcher and you need to be able to bunt, because you're going to have some easy pitches to bunt, and you can move the runner over if there is a runner in scoring position. I just think bunting needs to be more of the game. I bet kids don't even bunt anymore. I bet they're not even taught anymore nowadays to bunt. I bet if you go look around, I bet they're not even teaching them that. The only reason they, my dad was old school, and he always was like, you got to learn how to bunt. you got to learn how to bunt. I bet my 10-year-old in his league, they were doing, they were bunting. They were? Yep. That's good. That's a good sign for the future. Yeah, the drag bunt. The drag bunt's maybe the best thing. Left to lefty. Oh my gosh! Then it's just it's not there anymore. Like, and people get mad at me, but I'm a Cubs fan. Anthony Rizzo. When when they're in the shift, where they pull the third baseman or shortstop on the other side you of second base, you have to bunt to third. Just bunt it. To, if you would just bunt any of these players that have the shift against them, bunt to third base four times in a row, and you get on every single time. They're eventually going to come out of the shift. They have to because you get on base, you give the person behind you a chance to drive in more runs. You, Everybody says, oh, you can't do that because they're a home run hitter. Okay, they hit 35 home runs a year. 35. So 
You would rather pop out the other 40 times instead of bunting and getting a base hit. I would rather have you on base every single time than those 35 home runs. Mm-hmm. When there's no one on base, or when there's someone on base, I get not bunting. But if they're in the shift, you bunt. It just does. It makes so much sense to bunt. And that's how the Dodgers play, is they play the mathematics. And so don't fire Dave Roberts. Even just, though he's terrible. Even though he's terrible, because the decisions really aren't up to him. But sometimes he does screw up when you have two left-handed hitters coming up and you don't have a lefty warming up in the bullpen in game four. You blew it. Okay, whatever. Red Sox were a better team. It's we harsh. I, us talking about baseball days after the World Series reminds me of the bar I was at the other night. They were playing the World Series after it was already over. They are replaying the World Series. Really? Like, there's not better TV on a Monday night than a replay of the World Series. <laughs> they were replaying game five or whatever. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know the score. Anybody want to bet on this? Oh, you should have bet on somebody. You should have got hey, <laughs> some, some drunk sucker. Oh, hey, dude, dude. Hey. I'll bet you. There's for sure some dude idiots at the bar that have no idea that the final game of the World Series already happened. I'll bet you Pierce hits a home run right here. <laughs> hey, that Pierce guy's good. He's going to be the MVP. No, he's not. I'll bet you. Sometimes when we're at, sometimes when us when we're all at lunch at one of the places around here, Whiskey Kitchen, they'll replay the hockey games from the night before. And up in the right-hand corner, it says replay, but it's really small. So a lot of the people in the restaurant don't know it's a replay. And we'll usually know when the goals are going to be scored. And so we're all like <laughs> predicting it. And Let's talking. go Preds! Or we'll Let's go Predators! Or, or we cheer. Let's go Predators! All right, stop. I mean, it's we cheer, 11 no, no. a.m. But we also cheer, though, at the replay. So if anybody d- knows that the game already happened, they're going to be like, these guys are the dumbest You guys know there's ever. a table with dudes over in the corner being like, look at those idiots. They think this game's alive. Yeah, game like, how stupid are they? You are such morons. Let's I love it. Let's go Predators! <laughs> Let's go. Oh, you were stopping That's right great. there. I love it. Dude, if I ever own a bar, there will never be a little replay sign on the upper right-hand corner of any of my TVs. I'm, so what I, are you playing at lunchtime? I mean, I'll find something. I'm never going to play on a Monday night. <laughs> he plays rugby? Dude, on hey, a, That's fine. Anything. On Cricket? a Monday night, dude, whatever. Monday night, i got to find other TV to show these people than a replay of the World Series. You're, like, play, you're playing Japanese Baseball League? Dude, it, I'm telling you, man. If you're <laughs> so a bar owner live. and you, you got to have something live. If you let live. one of your TVs go to a TV show, never a TV show at a bar, but if you let one of your TVs get out of control onto a replay game or something, that's when you've lost control of your bar. The TVs are the priority. You need to have the best games on and the most marquee prime games on. And there's enough. on a Every night of the week there's games. NBA starts at 6. Exactly. Ray, and please have Greyhound races going on at lunch. <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, hey, dude, <laughs> we got a bar right around the corner. They had the horse races on the horse channel. I was like, you know what? Props. I don't know who the owner is here. Props, Props. to him. Hey, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. I took a picture of it and said Did it's a Did you South gamble? Beach. No, I don't. It's happened so fast. You only have like seven minutes to do one of the uh, minutes to post. Races. Yeah, it says MTP. Seven minutes to post time. I told seven my buddy. To post I was like, this bar literally has horse racing, and it's not the... Uh, Kentucky Derby. It's just a normal no, Tuesday horse race. Horse tracks all oh, over you know what's coming up? The most expensive horse race in America. Belmont Stakes. Belmont Stakes. Really? Is that the first that's the first of the crown? I have no idea. Oh. I don't watch horse racing unless You watch the Kentucky Derby. Nah, mm, not really. Never really watched really. that one. No, the only you got to watch the Triple Crown. The only time I watch the horse racing is if I'm in Vegas and I'm sitting in the sports book and I want to bet You'll on You'll do them. a horse race? <laughs> Absolutely. See, I don't know how to do that. My buddy <laughs> South sure? Beach is amazing with that, so he's able to do it quick. Boom, do this, place this on this horse. And he knows the book, and he knows how to read it. Dude, all that's too much. It's almost or a different language. Or just go up here to Kentucky Downs, dude. They got live racing, like... 
six times a year or eight times a year we go up there and do some little horse racing but you still only have like seven minutes though right you got like 15 no, minutes it, all right it starts and, like you have a and lot you have of horse race? and yes. you, have a, you have a book they have a, give you a book when you walk in and it tells you every race Dude, when they hand me that book that i've the times i've been it looks like a dictionary to me i have no idea what the there hell are I'm a lot of at. numbers there's a lot book. of numbers and so you just got to know what to look for you there, just look for the horse with the cool name that's all you do no 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 there's only one thing you really look for look for the best odds ever like if you look, because all these odds come in really weird. Like uh, the higher the number, on the higher the first number is the horse that's not going to win. Like no win. Right. It's, it's just it's like, like I, get, I get that. Yeah. So but bet on saying, that horse. So in case they all fall and that one dude, like in the last place, comes in, you win a million bucks. What I'm saying no, is that's wh- not how you bet. But dude, when I bet sports, I know something about it. When I bet horses, it, it that tells me this is luck. Sports, I like to think it's a little bit predictable. The horse racing to me is just complete luck. No, Unless you know compl- something about it. Unless I go out in the prairie and watch the horse run, I have no idea. But they'll tell you which one the favorite I know. is. That's and, what that book And tells I realize you. the book will show you which is the fastest, and yeah. that is a very good thing to I mean, look sometimes at. there'll be a race where the the horse that's favorite has won like the last 200 races. <laughs> You're like, well, duh. Okay, well, win. then when I open that book, I want that part to be highlighted. That stat. This rate. This horse has won 200 races in a row. I want that highlighted so that I can be like, okay, okay. I'd like to place this bet. It's hard. To, it's freaking hard, It dude. is. Unless you're someone that sits there and studies at the track. you got those old men that have their little sheets oh, there. Pen and paper. Yes. <laughs> I usually just go, I try to go a middle-of-the-road horse that's not the huge favorite because you're not going to win any money. And if I like their name, that's it. Okay. That's, that's the fun way to do I mean, I'm not putting a lot of money. And you bet for no win, place, or show. Yeah, I get all that. First, second, or third. And then if they win first, you win all three of those bets. That's when it's a that's a payday. That's a pay. The trifecta? No, well, it's not even called a trifecta. Oh. You just say, I want like I was at horse Kentucky number Downs. Two. Horse number two, second guessing. Uh I want his name is to, second guessing. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I picked him because I'd been second guessing all my picks. Okay. So I was like, oh, oh let me naturally. This is how he bets. Yeah, I so, that, he so I went up there. So I walked in and saw a Coca-Cola bottle. I would like the Coke colored horse. I'm like, what? No, That's, the horse is the horse's name is Coca-Cola. <laughs> because I drank one this morning. <laughs> That's how I do it. And so he was like the fourth odds, like the fourth best horse in the race. And I said I want him to win, play, show. He won the race, twenty dollar bet, paid seven sixty. Wow. Boom. Twenty dollar oh. bet though. That's let's see. You say like not a lot of money. Twenty. Well, that's because I was. Race is a lot I, of money. It was my last race. I'd been betting five, five, five. It was time to go home. But why do you say win, play, show? Why wouldn't you just say win? Because if he if he gets third place, yeah. that's show. Win. You still win. Okay. All right. And you win more right. than the money you put down, even on a show. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. That's actually a really cool thing to do. Yes. Okay. There you go. And speaking of gambling, Eddie uh, hit our hit his. Seven game parlay last weekend. First weekend of doing the parlays. I won two hundred dollars. Yeah, a little less than two hundred. Like one, it was one eighty. And something. so this weekend, where are you at with your gambling? All right, what? so I cashed out one hundred dollars. That check is in the mail, and so I had about eighty five, ninety dollars to play with for the rest of the week. That's house money, baby. Yeah, I am now down to five bucks. You had how much? Ninety. And you have five. And you were doing one dollar parlays. Uh, sometimes two, and then the ones that got me, I would live bet certain games. College night, I got a little carried away on Saturday, and I would do live bets, and I would lose those. I went live bet on the Boston uh, Dodgers game five, game four. Game three. 
Was it three? Game three. Why well, a little he carried away? This is when he. <laughs> well, I know it wasn't game six or seven because it only hey, was five. Hey, this is the gambler and Eddie. Doesn't even know what games he's Guys, betting on. When game you five, don't, when you're not able to recollect the games that you bet on, you're betting too much. That's right. I'm. I bet a lot. If I have ninety dollars and I'm doing dollar bets and I'm down to my last five bucks, guys, do the math. I bet a lot in the last two weeks. <laughs> And so, are you realizing it's a lot harder than you thought, and you no. just had a little beginner's luck? No, no, no. It's not. It's not as hard as. It's not any harder than I thought it was. <laughs> My problem is, I felt like I needed to make up the money that I lost quickly by doing live bets. That was stupid. Um, live bets. You look at a game and you think it's there's. It's a no brainer. Like it's no brainer. This team's gonna win. Like they've been leading the whole game, and then you live bet it, and all of a sudden they lose it, and. That's just dumb. The best way right now to spend your $5 is you need to pick three teams and do a parlay, and you can win 30 bucks. That's better. You need yes. to put no. $5 Here's on three no, no, no. teams. No, that's not my plan. But, my, but, my you, plan, but you realize you lose that 5 you're going to have to deposit, and that's a scary I'm thing. I'm not depositing. Then there you go. You only have 5 left then. I have $5 left in my you gambling career. You can still career. cancel that withdrawal. The hundred? Yeah. No, it's already in the mail. I don't care. I no, want, no, no, no. I, that money's coming so back. So you're to done. Me. You're not going to wait. You're done. So five dollars. You can cancel the withdrawal, and then you'll have more of a base to work with, and then re-withdraw. Stop it, Ray. I'm not doing that. What I'm doing here, I'm going to make this five dollars last the next five weeks of NFL. I'm going to do one dollar parlay, twelve game parlay every week, and that's it. That's so it. you're not going to win anything. So I may not win, but if I do, boys, I'm back in business. The option with three I grand. would choose, I would choose as your advisor. I would a three game parlay. I would unwithdraw the withdrawal, put that back in the account. You're going to have 105 dollars now, and you're going to start to do some betting. I am not bringing that 100 dollars back. Bring it back. No, that's coming back to my you, bank account. You saying five dollars here? Listen, he wants to cash out up 50 bucks. He made 50 dollars. That's Correct. that's okay. good for him. 100 dollars isn't going to make you happy. You know what it is? We unwithdrawing. Having a hundred dollar base, building that to a thousand. Having one G is going to make you happy. He's not going to get to one G. He that, can get to one. No, G. he can't. He can right. get. Betting seven game parlays, he's not going to get to one G. Probably it, it, not it, that it, route. Exactly. If you're going to do, if you want to win, you're going to have to bet the five dollars on a three game parlay. It's more realistic that you're going to win. You need to listen to my lock that I'm going to give here in about five minutes. The whole that reason lock, I want you to put a hundred dollars on. The whole reason You'll I got have into this gambling thing was to hit a twelve game parlay. That's the only reason I started this thing, and I came out winning two hundred bucks. I cashed out one hundred. I had one hundred, another hundred left. I've lost it. I'm down to my last five dollars, guys. I can't give up on the original reason why I did this to win a twelve game parlay with a one dollar risk. So I'm going to take the next five weeks, bet one dollar on twelve game parlays, and if I hit it, I win. If I don't, my career is done. And guys, what you're hearing, you think, oh, Vegas, that's the only place sports betting happens. No, 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 no. It's all over the country. In this studio right now, there's a guy that's facing the effects of gambling. I read an article that the New York judge is wanting to ban fantasy betting in New York because it is unconstitutional. So that would take out DraftKings and FanDuel. You would still be able to do the sports betting, which is what I predicted. I said when it became illegal uh, legal in all of America, I said watch out for the casinos. They're going to start to have sports betting. I just saw a sign, Tunica has sports betting now. So all these places that had the horse tracks and had the uh, blackjack and stuff, now they're starting to open their sports book. You're not going to see, if you live in Nashville, where we do, you're not going to see a building come up and say sports betting. That's not going to happen. There needs to be a casino there already. But what do you guys think So about- if you are in a city with a casino, literally, in the next couple months, you're going to have a sports book. But what, yeah. do you, what do you guys think about this? Because his, his reasoning behind this is that DraftKings, FanDuel, all these, all these websites cannot 
control someone who has a gambling problem. Like it's like if Lunchbox has a gambling problem, they can't decide whether to cut him off or not. They just have to let him go. So there's no way of them regulating someone with a problem. Is that the website's problem? No, because if someone has a gambling a casino can't stop me. But they could tell, like, okay, Lunchbox, you come in a lot more. A lot. It's, it's almost like a bartender and a drinks. Like, all right, dude. Well, but- and that's another thing. I don't think the bartender should be responsible for how much you drink. You are an adult. You decide how much you can drink. And that is not the bartender's job to babysit you. They're not getting paid enough to observe exactly how much you drink. If you drank, what if you drank somewhere before you came there? They can't know that. Correct. So it's not their responsibility. It's not the responsibility of the casino. It's your responsibility as a human. To, to cut make, yourself off. To cut yourself off. If you want to gamble, you gamble. If you have a gambling problem, that's your problem to decide. I can't force you to stop. That's you. Because the lottery won't let you buy tickets with a credit card. It has to be cash only. Well, with, obviously. Right. Well, when, well, But with these things, it's all credit card. So, I mean, you can have someone with a gambling problem with a credit card that has a $100,000 limit and just let her rip. Okay. So they can't. That's that's this. That's what this judge is saying. Is like you can't regulate. Maybe do it, you know, Bitcoin direct deposit or you know debit card only. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a problem with. I, I just don't think it's their their responsibility. I have a, no problem with the daily fantasy leagues. If people want to have fun and do it, that's their thing. Whatever. And where Eddie got in trouble with betting live betting. He was making dumb. He 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 would put no thought into the bet. Exactly. Like like the Chiefs were up by ten with six minutes to go, and he was in the the line was seven and a half for the final score, and he was like, "That's a no brainer, the Chiefs, dude." Boom, so all bet. that had to happen was Denver had to kick a field goal, and he loses. The right, bet. but what he didn't realize is that Kansas City's not trying to score anymore because they're up ten. They're just going to try to bleed the clock, and so Denver just goes down and kicks the field goal and. They the Chiefs get the ball back. Do they try to score? No, because they don't need to. Yeah, but I just thought that Denver would they never had a chance to score. That was really my thinking. I mean, they Not scored, that the Chiefs were going to score. I mean, but more. they had scored twenty points already in the game. Just that's what I thought at the time. All right, guys, do we have our locks? I got mine. I'll start it out tonight. You're going to go to the NBA. There's no NFL, college football, not great on a Tuesday night. I hate that. You never really know what the over-under. It's a little wacky. So I stick with the NBA. I absolutely love. This is my lock of the night, okay? The Orlando Magic, Sacramento Kings, over 220 and a half. Magic. Kings over 220 and a half. That's my lock. I guarantee my picks. Put $100 on this. Tomorrow morning you're going to wake up. You're taking the kids to school. Man, this sucks, but then you're going to remember. I won $100 last night. What's that over under? 20 and a half. I love my life. I'm better than my coworkers because I won money last 20 night. 20 and a half? Yes. One, two, 20 and a half. Thank you. I have a side gig. It's definitely over 20 and a half. Everybody at your job right now has a side gig except for you. What is your side gig now? Gambling. You're going to find $100, ask your wife for it, tell her you're getting groceries, don't get the groceries. Okay? You're going to take that $100, <laughs> bet it. Magic Kings over 220 and a half. I helped my betters out last night. I'll do it again tonight. Yes, Jesus. Pray with me. What? I was just kidding. I was acting like they were my congregation. Okay, now go ahead. Lock it up! And I just want to say congrats to the Nevada Sportsbooks. For the, the September, month of September, there was more money bet and lost in Nevada Sportsbook 
since 1984 when they started tracking it. So it was the most lucrative month for them in the history of sports books. Good job, Vegas. Good job, Vegas. Good, Good job, job, Vegas. Hey, way that to take advantage of all those gamblers. That means you guys aren't winning your bets. All Listen those, to us. All those people out there to lying to their wives, telling them they're buying groceries, and they like, you got screwed this month. Nevada but Books. Congrats, Vegas. Hey. Congrats, Vegas. There's also Reno there. Guys, don't list out, leave that amount. Carson hey, City. They got Smallest little city yeah. ever. What's it called? I don't know. But. They won $56.3 million yeah. on a total of $571 million bet in September in the sports books. Congratulations. Congratulations, sports books. Keep building those buildings. We'll come and visit them and we'll throw you our money. Yeah. And starting tonight with that lock of Magic Kings over 220 and a half. Eddie, are you going to slam the door on anything tonight? I, you don't need to because you were wrong last night. So, I need right a week now, off, boys. in the betting world, you are considered ice. Cold. Cold. Don't, ice cold. Th- this is one of those things when you're in the sports book with your buddy, you get away with it. We, me and my friends do the same thing. When our one buddy's cold, we get away from him. Isn't that crazy? Five days ago, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, was, stand, I was smoldering hot. Stand back. Get back from me, dude. I'm hot. Smoldering hot or smoking hot? Smoldering. Because you're smoldering now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Smoldering means the fire's going out. Oh. But you passed smoldering. You're ice now. You, you dumped ice on the fire. I mean, really, like last week I was on fire and now I'm ice cold. Guys, that's gambling. That, that's why you look around the room. Who's hot? I'm hot. Eddie's ice cold. Lunchbox, he's hot. Uh, after your lock, you haven't made another pick. Though. <laughs> yeah, well, no. I picked the World Series. He's cold. And, so I, he told made, you, he made, I, and I said if you were going to bet, bet on the Patriots last night. I didn't lock it up because I was like, I wouldn't not. bet on it. And so I would say Lunchbox right now is hot. I'm smoking hot. Eddie, ice cold. Right <laughs> now. Frank gets one right and he's smoking hey. hot. <laughs> Coach, so I'm hot. I've been hot. I missed, so full I missed one by three points because Hornybrook wasn't playing. I'm sorry I didn't see the depth chart five minutes before the game. Hey, well, you, you missed it. Do it doesn't research. matter. It doesn't matter if you missed it by and half I, a point. And a I'm going to email Wisconsin. It. I want to know why that depth chart was not released three days beforehand. I didn't get it until ten minutes before the game. That's crap, and that hurt the betters. Yep, and the Lakers lost again last night. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Dropped a two and five. And for some weird reason, the Cavs are the favorite tonight. Over who? I don't know, but they haven't won a well, game, right? Who? Oh, they're playing important. Atlanta. Is Atlanta not good? They're two and four. Well, Atlanta gets four and a half. That is a weird line. Not adding it to the lock list. Just telling you it's a little weird. Look into it. <laughs> All right, let's go home. All right, All lunch right. does not have a lock. He is not taking anything to the bank. Eddie is not slamming the door. The door is wide open. <laughs> it was open last night, Not too. closing Dude, it. Dude, you thought you closed it last I night, mean, but it was still swinging fa- open this morning. The <laughs> fact that you put money on the Bills is just a terrible decision you put money on a quarterback that wasn't in the league two weeks ago. I mean, good <laughs> God. I was trying to make a point, and I was wrong. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm, you try to go bold and be like, and you know what? I'm going to call Bills-Vikings situation. The Bills will beat the Patriots. Like, get it's, out it's of the town. Oppo- it's the opposite effect. I love the opposite effect where you go the opposite of the rest of the yeah. world, but you have to be careful when you use it. Yeah. It's just like a trump card. you got to be, boom, here's my ace in the hole, man. you got to be careful I when you use used it. it. You can't just use it every night of the week. Oh, I'm going opposite effect. I bet the Cavs win tonight. Like, you can't just opposite effect it. You you got to choose wisely when you opposite. I feel like it. it's the craps table. Like when you do no pa- don't pass. Like that's what that is. Like you play you bet against the table. Yeah. I think this is betting against the whole world is better percentages. I mean I I think it is. So you're the type of guy when you're the stock market you're betting against the stocks. That's called short selling. Yeah, I don't know what that is. So you Sounds most fun. people there's it's a way to bet. You can if you guys want to invest you most people in choose for the stocks to go up. If you want to bet against the stocks it's called short selling. Bet you, with a house, dude. So. Dude, the ways to win in this world is short selling, betting against NFL teams, betting against the stock market. So you you agree with me? It's a lovely approach. It wasn't good for Monday Night Football because I don't love the Bills. But most of the times, I like betting against things instead of betting for things.
Well, betting's a marathon. It's not It's not a sprint. Like tonight, I'm betting for something. I'm betting for the teams to go over 220. But typically, I mean, usually, I mean, I, I'll like to bet against some teams. So if you bet the under, you're betting against them. You bet over, you're betting with them. It's a positive no. flow. No, no, it's no, the other that's, way around. It, that's no. the way I look at it. Guys, just because you bet an over-under doesn't mean you're betting with or against the team. You're just betting for them to score more baskets. Right. You're, you're hoping they're going to have... But you realize if you choose an under, you're rooting for a miss every time. If you choose an over, you're rooting for a make every time. So it's like a negative So you're, you're, you're cheering for offense and no defense. Exactly. That's tonight, what you want. Tonight I am. Okay. So as a better, you got to realize those things. Do you like the offense? Do you like the defense? What do you want to root for tonight? If you're choosing an over-under, if you choose the over, you're going to be nervous the entire game until the I'm very confused. end. This is betting talk. My betters are loving this right now. If you choose this 220, I'm telling you with my bet right now, at 220, you are going to be nervous the entire game. Okay? But then in those final minutes, when it goes over, you're going to win. If you would have bet the under, you'd feel great the entire game until the very end, until it goes over. Okay? Oh, my it's God. It's all this type of betting. Whatever. We're you, done. You ready to go home? Yeah, because... Everybody I'm has lost. tuned out. I'm lost. I'm sorry. Tuned, we hey. talk too much gambling. I'm sorry, you guys. I have no idea what you're saying. No, he's just making stuff up as he goes. That's what he does. But I love it. All right. We're out. We done? Yeah. Hey, Hugh Jackson, if you listen to this, man. Come join us. Hey, come be in the I, podcast. Yeah, you, we got a spot for you. It's an unpaid internship, Hugh Jackson. If you want to come and, you know, we can teach you a little bit about football. And He you comes know. and brings us his first lock. It's to bet against the Browns. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Is he's he bitter? A, he's like, he's like, listen, guys, I got sources inside that locker room. It's total dysfunction. He's like, like bet against no, them. No, like, who? Hey, well, no. You sh- would you be the one that? Yeah, yeah, I'm the one that would tell you that it's just total dysfunction over there. It's a chaos. They're not going to win another game the rest of the year. Taking that to the bank, Hugh. Yeah. Hey, is, uh, Hugh, is he on Twitter? Hugh, over to you, man. What's your lock? Uh, yeah. Whoever's playing. Who? I wish I knew who the Browns. Whoever's playing the Browns. They're playing tonight. the Chiefs. Chiefs, lock it up. Uh, Chiefs minus ten, but they're playing your old Browns. Well, lock it up. Care. Lock it up. Minus ten. <laughs> have you seen who we got back there at quarterback? Are you checking to see if he has a Twitter? Uh let's see if. Cause, cause should we start just hitting up all these people on Twitter to see if they want to be guests? Dude, guests to me equals snooze fest. I think. What do you rare, mean? Rarely you're going to get. You wouldn't num- want to talk to Tom Brady. Oh, I'm sure we'll land Okay, him. well then, Let me know. I guess is not a snooze fest. You really think Hugh would be an interesting guest? Yeah. All right, bring him on. Hey, book him. Book him. Bless him. No, no. You book. <laughs> if you can book someone, book him. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, should we just hit them all on Twitter and be like, hey, yo, uh, Hugh, you just, want to be a guest? Just Send. walk across the hallway and uh, book brother. Uh, and who, he can talk Chiefs football. Who's the, the baseball player that lives here in Franklin? Um... Uh, we got Jay Cutler. Betts? No, no, no. We got uh, Jay Cutler we can get. No, he plays for... Uh, Oh, he Mookie was in Betts? the World Series last year. Tony Kemp? He was, uh, hold on, I'm thinking. Dang it, I can't remember. Maybe he, plays for the, maybe he played for the Mariners. Jeez, Seager? No, I don't remember. Seager? Oh, oh, he played with the Cubs. He played with the Cubs. Zobris. Zobris. Let me tweet Zobris, see if he can come. Okay. That'd all, be fun to talk about baseball. All that for that. Okay, I, hit the buzzer. Now sneeze on to command. <laughs> Give me the thing. No, yeah. stop. Hit the buzzer. Hold on.